they came from Russia to study the Cambridge MBA, and after they graduated, they've decided to work together and start a new company. I'm Conrad Chua, Head of MBA Admissions, and today with me are Andrei Svalov and Sergei Ananyev, two recent graduates of the Cambridge MBA. First, Andrei, tell us a bit about what you did before you joined the Cambridge MBA. I uh, worked for a company that was called um, Nutcracker Technology. It's now part of NSC Japan, a large Japanese corporation. Um, and its product was in the f- um, it was a software product in the field of operation support systems with uh, major telecommunication companies as, uh, as clients. And Sergey, what about you? Um, prior to coming to Judge Business School, I spent almost five years in management consulting, advising large uh, natural resources companies in Russia. Did anything in your life tell you that you would become an entrepreneur? I always had an idea that I um, need to build a company at some point. I was not sure at which particular point and when the circumstances will be in favor of me doing so. But then I decided that MBA, actually the, the finish of the MBA, that that point of time is actually a very favorable moment to start something like that. I didn't have any certain plans to become an entrepreneur. I was thinking more about career in finance. But after coming to Cambridge, I quickly got acquainted to the, with the community of uh, technology entrepreneurs and venture uh, capitalists. And uh, through the events organized by Judge Business School and uh, QTech, Cambridge University Technology Entrepreneurship Club. I became interested in uh, new developments in, uh, in venture capital, uh, latest trends in technology. Can you tell us about your business? What is it and who are the potential customers? The short pitch is that it's the cloud software product for companies to improve their efficiency and productivity in their operations. It's the software in the class that's called business process management. So this class of solution is commonly called by business process management. However, it has really low adoption in small and medium-sized sector. So we decided to fill this gap, and uh, our target client is um, a rather medium-sized company. In terms of headcount, it can be like uh, from 50 to 200 employees. Why has there been this gap in terms of uh, adoption by medium-sized enterprises? Okay, a simple answer would be is that such solutions, the solutions that currently exist in the market, they're just too expensive to roll out. Only large companies can afford that because uh, it comes with a lot of consulting attached and usually there's a, there's a big um, uh, price tag on that. Mm-hmm. So what we wanna, how we want to tackle that is we want to simplify the solution and put it in cloud so that even the medium-sized companies without the uh, herds of analysts could actually also implement that and use that to improve their operations. Current BPM is too rigid for medium-sized companies. Mm. And so the medium-sized companies, they need more uh, flexible, uh, more adaptive technology to manage their business processes. Uh, we took advantage of recent research in this field, and uh, we believe we we managed to implement uh, a new technology, a new new sorts in this field uh, in our uh, product offering. Why do you think business process management solutions are too rigid when you know big companies have so many people to help customize it? 
Historically, those solutions were technology-centered. So they were about integration of different software systems that larger corporations um, have. So you can imagine... Uh, oh, so these would be legacy systems. Le- legacy right? systems. So uh, traditional BPM, they were just to integrate those systems. They, they were technology-centric. While the type of BPM that uh, can be used by medium, small and medium-sized companies is more human-centric. So it will be centered around, say, the businesses themselves and what they, they want to do. Yeah, their employers, the people who actually execute the processes, the employees. Mm. So we think a lot about um, interfaces. What's the name of your company? Um, so the, our company is called Camp Drive, uh, which is a joint of two words, Cambridge and Contrive. So we were thinking about something short and uh, something to do with Cambridge. So basically, this is how we come up with this name. I, from what I understand, you were the first company to uh, take up residence at Accelerate Cambridge. Tell us a bit about what is Accelerate Cambridge. Accelerate Cambridge is um, two things, basically. is One thing, it's the space, a co-working environment where multiple startups, well, currently just four or five but uh, will grow eventually. Um, they co-work together. Uh, the second part, which is uh, just as essential, is um, mentoring mm. and the education program that goes with it. It's the uh, it's the weekend program that mm. takes Saturday and sometimes Sundays, uh, where inter- entrepreneurs are mentored uh, by prominent entrepreneurs in Cambridge. Mm. Uh, in the end, we will have uh, an opportunity to pitch in front of the uh, local VCs, local angel investors. What was the first lesson that uh, you learned about starting a company that you didn't learn when you were on the Cambridge MBA? I think Cambridge MBA um, gives a, a lot of knowledge, a lot of expertise condensed like about the financials, about the particular environment, how we should behave in this or that way uh, as interpre- entrepreneurs, but what we didn't have, uh, what we didn't understand as part of the lecture, lectures is how much effort and how much time we actually need to invest before seeing any kind of results. So that was, so the patience was something that we had to learn as we went along as entrepreneurs um, rather than in the MBA program. Mm. And uh, I would also like to mention that it's... Um, the network, local network, is very important for us, um, and uh, it takes time to build this uh, local network around Cambridge. Um, so, um, uh, basically, what Andre was talking about is to be patient enough to uh, to be able to wait for the results. Okay. You talk a lot about um, having the patience to wait for results. So, were there times when you felt discouraged or frustrated, and how did you cope? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it is a frustration. Uh, it is a little bit of worry because of uncertainty. And the only solution um, is basically to be as flexible as possible. Uh, for example, to have several options, uh, to have plan B. And once you, if it happens that uh, plan A didn't work out. You can choose easily choose Plan B. 
that this uh, helps a lot. Mm. By by having a plan B, do you mean having uh, a different business plan? It can be a different business plan. It can be just a different approach uh, to find clients, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be different approach to find uh, um, funds for uh, investment funds. Yeah. It can be a- anything. It can be a different lead, yeah. Yeah, a okay. different potential customer. Yeah. In our particular case, it's the uh, uh, customer that we that we um, prove our concept with. Mm. So we have a customer A. Uh, if if um, they don't work out, then we'll switch to customer B. Okay. Andre and Sergey, both of you are from Russia, and you've started your company under the auspices of the new entrepreneurship visa by the UK Border Agency. Can you tell us about the application process? Yeah, sure. So the uh, opportunity to stay in UK and to develop our business idea in UK was very important for us as our business idea is more tailored to the local market uh, comparing to uh, Russian market, for example, which is not mature enough mm. for our business idea. So the opportunity to obtain a, a new type of visa, which is a graduate entrepreneur visa, was introduced quite quite recently was uh, introduced last summer hmm. in fact you were the first ones from cambridge to get to get yeah we visa. were we were among the first cohort of uh, entrepreneurs to to get this type of visa so in terms of the process despite it was a new process it was very well organized and by Cambridge University and was uh, quite it was very straightforward for us so Cambridge University uh, is to assess a business idea and uh, a capability of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and uh, so how did you prove that uh, to, to the university well the, the process the assessment process uh, was organized in, uh, in two stages and the first stage we prepared a business case as uh, a kind of shorter version of uh, a typical business plan. Mm-hmm. And at the second stage, after we were shortlisted, we presented this business case in front of uh, a committee, uh, Cambridge University committee, and they decided that our idea is genuine mm-hmm. and they endorsed us. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, it was a huge success for us, as as a number of places uh, for the Cambridge University is just ten mm. per year. I would add uh, one thing is that we also had to obtain recommendations from uh, um, from prominent people who whose recommendations would count actually, okay. uh, and we did so. We um, we asked a few people, like professors, for example, in Cambridge. Um, uh, visiting uh, guests mm-hmm. like Lord Stevenson, mm-hmm. um, and we had to obtain two, two or three of these recommendations to actually also get uh, shortlisted. Yeah, the, the Cambridge, uh, the community around the business school was very helpful in terms of uh, uh, advising us uh, on our business idea. So we uh, mm-hmm. actually uh, not only obtained this recommend, uh, recommendation, but also crystallized our business idea okay i mean in the in the new year there'll be more than a thousand there'll be a thousand more new entrepreneur visas so hopefully this coming summer there'll be more than 10 
visas from Cambridge University. Andre and Sergey, thank you for taking time out to share with us your entrepreneurship journey. I hope that uh, in the future we'll get you back on here to talk about how your business idea has grown. Thank you very much, Conrad, for inviting us.